Warning, this is an after-hours episode of The Quash. We are not responsible for any offense taken. Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. This is an after-hours episode just because it's a real rant. I'm just so fed up with these constitutional conservative jokers, so fed up. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth, the hard, cold truth. And the hard, cold truth is that constitutional conservatism is a complete lie. It is a scam. It is controlled opposition to keep you on a plantation, period. That's it. And I used to be a constitutional conservative for years. And then about 25 years ago, I got the internet in short order, I figured it out, that it was all just a complete scam. And since that time, I became a self-certified master practitioner. And over the last couple of years doing all these podcasts, I gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award as well. So I enjoy plenty of fake awards, and I'm going to give myself some more. Let's get this going. So I'm going to make a show because I'm just, I'm tired, really, really tired of, of seeing people who cruise my Twitter periodically or come up to me and, and say, well, what's your solution? I look for solutions. He doesn't have solutions. I get so tired of that. These are people who don't do any investigation to see what my actual solutions are and who continue to repeat and promote and defend a bunch of jokers like these constitutional conservatives who have absolutely no solutions whatsoever. There are no solutions in constitutional conservatism. None. I have showed people again and again and again and again. What are the solutions that they offer? What are they? Voting, getting organized, protests, writing letters, jumping up and down, sending checks. What do they actually have as a solution? What is it? The movement has been going on for 35 years. 35 years we've had so-called constitutional talk radio, this whole conservative movement. What have we gotten from it? What have we gotten? (laughs) Oh, we got Roe versus Wade reversed. (laughs) The fucking case is a complete joke if you're staying inside the system imagining that a victory is to get Roe so-called overturned. You're living in a delusional world. The government has gotten more and more and more and more power. We just came out of an insane lockdown. We're still under a so-called national emergency. If Roe versus Wade can be constitutional law and then it can be reversed, guess what? It can be reversed again. Just like when Michael Scott was getting his vasectomies and then reversed and then reversed again and then reversed again. Snip, 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 snip. (laughs) It's the same thing. The problem is understanding that the system that you're told exists and that we're told we must obey can never work to produce any kind of freedom. It's a complete fantasy. It's a complete and total fantasy. Look at the structure that we're talking about. Just look at the actual structure. The Senate, which now is supposedly elected at large in each state, There's literally tens of millions of people in my state. I get one vote for one of two candidates. Okay, three. Three or four of them have no chance at all. It's pointless to have them on the ballot. It's pointless to have them on the ballot completely. And even if they were possibly going to win, they suck. I don't support 
any of the candidates. But ultimately, all it really comes down to is a choice of going in and pushing a button for one of two people who I simply do not agree with on really any point. See, I have a minority position. I don't agree on basically any of these points. And nobody agrees with candidates about all these points. And they don't have to do anything. So the system that supposedly is so fantastic is I'm supposed to get organized, make phone calls, hand out shit to try to once in six years go in and push a button when millions of other people can push the same damn button to try to vote for one person I don't even agree with. And he has absolutely no obligation to do anything he promises. None. And if he doesn't do anything, he has no liability for it. And if when he doesn't do it, how the hell are you going to remember? Once in six years, people are always, oh, we're going to primary him. We're going to get him out. It's six years worth of abuse, people. It doesn't make sense. How can my vote matter at all if I can vote against something, specifically vote against something? In fact, even if I went out and did everything they say, campaigned against them, handed out flyers, leaflets, made calls, drove people to stupid polls, and then they still lost. What good is my vote if I then still have to do whatever it is they say? They're not obligated to do a single thing they tell me. None. None whatsoever. Article 1, Section 6 gives them complete immunity from any type of consequence except for so-called being primaried and then getting out of there. And then they just get another person who has no obligation. But they have the authority, the power to bind millions of people, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, because of whatever it is they care to do? How dumb is that? How could that system ever work? The president, you don't even have any right to vote for the president. None whatsoever. Any state wanted, they could just say, we don't have uh, elections for the president anymore. They could do it a completely different way. They can appoint their electors any way they care to. The so-called Supreme Court would have absolutely nothing to say about it. So again, your vote is just stupid. It's literally one of tens and tens of millions of votes. It's moronic, people. They give you a choice between a couple people you don't even care about, who are known corrupt pieces of crap. You're supposed to get to vote between them. That's the freedom? You see, this is the part that they don't get. The structure sucks. It doesn't ever work. It can never work. It's not about individual. The brainwashing that you must obey, that we must have a system, what would it be replaced with? It wouldn't be replaced with anything. It would be massively broken apart and decentralized. That's the only way you can ever have anything remotely like freedom and liberty. Something with 330 million people, how the hell is that ever going to work? How's that going to work? They can take any amount of money they want from you, any amount, from any source. (laughs) This is what they claim to have the power to do. Take it from me, give it to you. Take it from you and me, give it to somebody else. Take as much as they want, print up more, throw us into as much debt as they want. How can a system like that ever work? How could that ever produce freedom? How? It's a simple question, right? What's your answer? Well, first of all, you have to admit that the system that we have completely and totally blows, and it's actually one of the worst systems. The only reason people imagine that it's so great is because they're told that, and then they compare it to these insane, dictatorial, tyrannical, nonsensical places and these commie countries. (laughs) Why would I ever have that? The people haven't chosen that. I've never had an opportunity to choose this fucking stupid system we supposedly have. None. 
I've never gotten any opportunity to vote on the so-called Constitution. None. And no one can tell me what it means. The Supreme Court justices themselves in cases, almost every single case, disagree about what the Constitution so-called says. How can that make sense to people? Why would anybody agree to a star chamber, a star chamber of unelected people, somehow having the authority to make law, tell us what the law is, and then we all have to obey? Who would agree to that? Who would agree to that? Who's in their right mind would agree to that, except for somebody who knows they can use that system to get whatever they want and then use the proxy violence of government to get more shit for themselves. Who else would agree to such a crazy system? It doesn't make any sense at all, but that's what we're told it is, and we're told it's the greatest, freest ever. It can't ever work. You're totally and completely brainwashed. And these constitutional conservatives, they're just liars. They're complete liars to tell you that this could work and could change and we got to get it. They want to blame the voter. You only have two choices at any time anyway. And they're both crooked as hell. How can the voters be responsible? The only reason the voters are so-called responsible in any form or fashion is because they're so incredibly brainwashed. And the people saying the voters are responsible are the people who are brainwashing them. It's the most gaslit insanity imaginable. It's completely crazy. The idea that 50.1%, that's enough, and now we all have to do it. Well, we don't ever get 50.1%. Joe Biden got 80 million votes, supposedly. If every single one of them was legitimate, he got less than 25% of the entire population of the country. So obviously he doesn't have a majority. He doesn't have a majority. Certainly everybody who voted against him has to be counted as someone who voted against him, right? Who doesn't want him. And the 50% of the population that didn't vote or weren't allowed to vote, at minimum, they must be counted as somebody who is not in favor of either of the candidates. So therefore, whoever wins, as a matter of simple practicality, is shown that they do not have the support of the people. And yet, we're told they do. We're told they do. The system is set up so that each individual congressman is Highly incentivized to be as corrupt as possible, to get as much corrupt shit for their district as they can, and to be as corrupt individually inside the system, to get as much individual power as they can. That's the way the system works. That's what it means to have all these people from these different districts. You can do absolutely nothing about a congressman in a different district. Nothing whatsoever. Then you have the government taking control of absolutely everything. Who is supposedly in charge of keeping the government in control? Who? Supreme Court and the so-called Constitution. Who gets to interpret this stuff? The government. So the government's in charge of making sure the government's in check. If you can't see how dumb this is, how ridiculous and absurd it is, there's no way else to show you. See, there's no way else to show you. And as far as so-called solutions, I've given people countless solutions, things that can be done all the time. But what do constitutional conservatives do? They tell you to go get an Article 5 convention, go get constitutional amendments. We have constitutional amendments. They're completely ignored. First Amendment shall make no law bridging. Well, do they? Do they? (laughs) Yeah, they make them all the time. There's endless ones. And they support all sorts of stuff. These social media companies, they're all massively supported and protected by government. They're basically just CIA operations to collect data on you. And what do they do? They're just one big, gigantic First Amendment violation in endless ways. So they do it all the time. Second Amendment? 
<laughs> shall not be infringed. Not even a lawmaking shall not be infringed. Way beyond the First Amendment. Um, do they infringe our rights to have firearms? Yes, of course they do all the time. In every kind of way. You have to get registrations and licenses, and now they're fucking with all the ammo. We have amendments. They ignore them. <laughs> they read them away. They read shit into them that isn't there. They've taken the 14th Amendment and turned it into a complete fantasy land of due process nonsense. The 14th Amendment was never even properly ratified. Anybody can go look it up. I've done shows and explained it. It's not a close call. It's not a close call. Think of all the stupid crap we've gotten from it. What about the 9th and 10th Amendments? <laughs> that was supposedly essential in order to ever even have the government moving at all. Supposedly reserving all the powers to the states and the people. It doesn't even come up in any kind of Supreme Court so-called jurisprudence. <laughs> I don't understand. Why do we need an Article 5 convention when we have the amendments there? Nothing's happening. They're being ignored. The system can never work. You can have just a best of nine, five to four decision, and then supposedly 330 million people have to do whatever they say. A system like that could never work and nobody would ever agree to it. And that's not what Article 3 says. Supreme Court's not there to give us the law and make the law and make us all responsible. It's not there to do that. It's there to hear a case. You have to have at some point the case has to come to an end. That's all. At some point, the litigants have to get screwed as a final matter by the corruption of the courts. And in our system, it's the Supreme Court. That's it. If they hear it and they rule, you're screwed. If they refuse to hear it, it's over. Whatever you already had is the last opinion. That's it. You're stuck with it. Period. That's it. The idea that the Supreme Court can rule in a non-unanimous fashion is preposterous. It's utterly ridiculous. If the Supreme Court is going to have this preposterous power to so-called make law and tell us what the law is and all this other shit that's not in the Constitution at all, that's something the courts themselves cooked up under John Marshall and then the opinions that followed. It's not in there. Nobody would agree with it. And anybody can look at the so-called Federalist Papers, the fantastic Federalist Papers. You show me the debate in there, any discussion at all about the Supreme Court being the law of the land and that once they rule, that's it. We all have to follow. You show it to me. There's not one speck in there about any of that. And that was just a sales brochure to sell the thing. They knew they couldn't put that in there. Even the anti-federalists didn't talk about this because it's so insane. It's so ridiculous and crazy. But we're told that's the rule. That's what we're told. (laughs) So if you're going to have something that is completely made up out of thin air, then we need to have way more justices up there. And these opinions, they need to be at minimum They need to have at least the same percentage of agreement as it takes to get a constitutional amendment. You need at least 50 justices up there, one from every single state, and you got to get 75% of those justices to say yes to an opinion. One single opinion, not concurring, not partially dissenting, one single opinion. You get that, and I'll live with it. You're never going to get it. See, you're never going to get it, so they don't have it. The solution is very simple. There's nothing in the Constitution that says we should have nine Supreme Court justices. In fact, the Republican Party, the so-called Holy Republican Party, who loves the Constitution so much, they've manipulated the number on the Supreme Court, the worst of anybody, right after the Civil War, which they also ran, which enslaved everybody. It's completely absurd. You can't have a war to hold a voluntary union together. That's an idiotic concept. It's an illogical impossibility. And they've moved it up and down in order to get these legal tender laws to shove them down your throat so they could then force you to have to use this fake currency, this fiat currency. 
The Constitution is nothing like you're told. The government is nothing like you're told. Not in any form or fashion. These idiots who run around and say you have no answers, it's just absurd. They want to continue to act like they have answers. They don't have answers. The system does not have answers. There are no answers inside the system. They've never, ever presented by any constitutional conservative, ever. I tell them about jury nullification. I just gave you another one. Let's have 50 justices, and we got to get 75% of the justices to approve any opinion. If it's going to be what they say, we don't require a constitutional amendment for that. So there you go. I just gave you a solution for the Supreme Court as it exists today that does not require a constitutional amendment. Bump the number up to 50, require 75% of them in order for there to be an opinion. That's all you had to do. Oh, that'll never happen. Oh, well, it can never happen. It would never work. Okay, well, there you go. It won't work because you won't be able to get opinions. Fine, you can't get opinions. That means you're stuck with what the appellate's court says. I don't have a problem with that. At least it's not the so-called law of the land. It just screws the people in whatever circuit they're in. That's still an improvement over any constitutional conservative has ever put out there. That one thing's better right there. <laughs> as far as voting, all the voting... Minimum needs to be 75% to get elected. Minimum. This 50.1%, that's total bullshit. There's nothing the Constitution requires that. Every single state can do that right now. Right now. Nothing stops it. (laughs) Supreme Court would have nothing to say about any of it. Are they going to do that? No, they're not going to do that because they all work together. There's another solution for you right there. Right there. (laughs) Make it 75%. Increase the percentage that you have to get in order to get something passed. Increase that. 75% for everything across the board. You don't require constitutional amendments for any of these things. So, and then you would have way more agreement in the country. This 50.1 nonsense. I just showed you how if you get 50% of the vote, since only half the people vote or even can vote, even though everybody's bound to it supposedly when they do it, um, getting 50% is not enough. I'm sorry. It's just not. It needs to be overwhelming. Overwhelming. And then you'd see. Then you'd see basically agreement. Why? Because you couldn't get many things passed. That's why. It'd be very simple. But there's another simple solution. doesn't require a constitutional amendment. Every single bill needs to be handwritten by the sponsor, period. They don't have any assistance. They don't have any lobbyists. They don't have any lawyers doing it. They have to personally handwrite it. Not on a computer. They have to handwrite it out longhand on a sheet of paper and sign it so we can go back and see that it's in their handwriting. We can prove it up, period. That's all they have to do. There you go. There's another solution. Doesn't require a constitutional amendment. All these staffers and crap, there's no reason for that. Get rid of them all. The president didn't even have staff until basically the Civil War. They had to bring their own staff in and pay for them and have their cousin work for them and crap like that. Now it's just a huge army of staff everywhere and secret service and everything protected like they're royalty. Get rid of all of it. You got to hand right out the law. That's it. (laughs) Take the air conditioning out of Congress. Take it out. They didn't have air conditioning when the holy fucking constitution was ratified. Take it out. Make them work in there like our so-called holy founders. Make them wear an internet web available camera with a mic at all times when they're doing anything until they're back at their own home, period. If they take a phone call, the thing gets recorded. You don't like that, then don't run for Congress. So another thing doesn't require any constitutional amendments. They're always meeting and doing all this secret crap. 
inserting all this stuff in. People don't understand the vast majority of these problems are caused by these simple things. And then these cooked up rules they have where you can all add an amendment here and you can't add it there. It goes to committee here. Those are all rules Congress made up. All those things can be changed immediately. Don't require any constitutional amendment. See, none of these things are going to be implemented because they don't want to fix the problem. Constitutional conservatives never talk about any of this stuff because they don't want to fix a problem. They are there to make sure that you stay completely bamboozled and on this constitutional plantation for the rest of your life. And so do your kids and run us endlessly into debt. That's all. That's what they're there to do. These are simple solutions that can solve problems. Every single bill has to be a single bill. That's it. One law. That's it. You can't shove a bunch of other things in. You can't shove up different appropriations into the same bill. Nope. You want to get appropriations for something? You need to write that up as an independent thing and put it up there for vote. That's it. It's not complicated. It's not complicated. You can fix these things without constitutional amendments. All very, very easily. See, all very, very easily. The world would be completely different if we just did a few of those things. Completely and totally different. But any of these things is going to happen? No, none of those things are going to happen. They're going to keep talking about voting and organizing and getting your candidate and primarying and sending letters and all the stupid shit and making donations. That's what they're going to talk about inside a system that has no chance. It can never, ever, ever do what they claim. That's all. It's no more complicated than that. The Articles of Confederation are totally and completely misunderstood, and they're never taught because the Articles of Confederation worked. They kept the federal government limited. So what do you hear about them? What do you hear about them in your government schools? Oh, they were too weak. Oh, government needed to be stronger. It needed to be stronger. So much infighting. Who would not accept some infighting and a weaker federal government right now in exchange for the piece of shit we have? You see, under the Articles of Confederation, they couldn't levy taxes. They had to ask the states for money. And the states either gave it to them or they didn't. <laughs> if the states thought it was a good idea, they did it. And for the most part, I think two-thirds or three-quarters of the states have to basically agree to pretty much anything. Anything that mattered had to be 100% unanimous. And it didn't matter how many people in your state. Each state got two votes. That's it. So that's it. You would just get a vote from the state. You don't need the so-called vote of the people. One state could veto the shit. Imagine if we had that today. Imagine if you had to get unanimous approval from the Senate. <laughs> and the Senate was simply represented by the state, not elected by the people, which is just a gigantic scam. See, it's just like the state house. You can look at all these so-called conservative states in the middle of the country, the red part. Their state houses are very conservative, but their senators aren't. They aren't consistently conservative. They're consistently fucking undependable liberal pieces of shit who push commie crap. Why? Because the entire election system is completely corrupt with money. That's what the purpose of it is, to hide all this fraudulent crap. The senator should be up there at any time that the state doesn't like the senator being up there and just recall him. Put a new agent in there. He's there to represent the state. He's not there to run his own agenda. But all these things are simple. They're very simple. Never going to happen. The U.S. government tries to tell people that the 16th Amendment, which gave us the so-called income tax, was somehow legitimately ratified and it gives them the authority to tax us from any in every possible source. They don't care. Unlimited for all practical purposes. That's the story we're given. Even though the Supreme Court, if you look closely at it, doesn't even agree with that. But it doesn't matter. That's the story and that's how it's applied and that's how it's used.
Do they honestly think I'm supposed to believe that the people in this country were clamoring and demanded a constitutional amendment to massively expand the right of the government to tax them in any and every possible way the government would ever care to with no restrictions whatsoever? I'm supposed to believe that's something the people demanded the government be given as an authority. Think how stupid that is. That is how dumb they know the people are, that they can tell you something that preposterous and absurd, and the people will run around and repeat it and believe it. And then not only do that, they will run around and tell me that it's the greatest freedom machine ever created, and we're so super lucky to have it. (laughs) And then give me shit when I try to show them the fantasy, insane world they live in when it comes to this stuff. See, this is the problem. There's tons and tons and tons of problems like this that people don't see. They're never told because the liars in media and academia who pretend to be on your side calling themselves constitutional conservatives never, ever talk about anything that matters, ever. They can't because they are controlled opposition there to make sure you never, ever, ever wake up to the scam being run until the electronic prison is 100% closed down on you. Every single thing is talked about as a policy issue, whether they should do it, if it's a good idea if they should do it. The liberals went too far. They they don't think they should go this far. They shouldn't do this. It's not a matter of shouldn't and wouldn't. They're not allowed to. They don't have the authority to. Is that ever brought up? No, it's never brought up. And even if it is brought up under our so-called system, who gets to decide whether or not they supposedly have this power according to government? Who gets to? Government. The government itself, a system like that can never work. It will never constrain them. People can't see that all over the world, government always moves in one direction. It goes from small to big. That's what it always does. Or it starts as huge and totalitarian and just stays that way. (laughs) That's it. Those are the only options you have. There is no example anywhere of a government starting and then getting smaller and smaller, having a smaller and smaller budget, having more and more freedom for the people, having less and less authority for the government. There's no situation like that ever. Our country is not an example. Our country started out with a teeny tiny government. Then they ran this scam called the Constitutional Convention and shoved it down our throats with a fake-ass ratification so-called vote. Again, all fake. Anybody can go look it up. See what a scam it was. It was a 10 times more of a scam than the scam of Biden's election. 10 times worse. And look what we got from it. Right? Look what we got from it. And then what has our government done? At one point, it literally went to war with half the people in the country who had voted to leave and start their own country. Not allowed to. Well, I thought my vote was so important. I thought my vote was so important. You want to go down there and have a so-called holy war, righteous war to free slaves? Okay, you can do that. That's not what it was about, but you can do it. But then you can no longer have a so-called country that's a voluntary union of states and people. It can never happen after that. It's just completely ignored. And both sides love on Lincoln. Why? Because he grew the government and created this fantastic, insane tyranny we live under. But that's what was all supposedly done under the Constitution. So the Constitution supports going to war with its own people inside here. If you don't agree, you're in a rebellion. Well, I understand. I'm a free man. I don't get it. There was no such thing as police when the Constitution was so-called ratified. They didn't exist. Now it's police everywhere. Now the federal government has police. Now the federal government has every kind of three-letter agency watching out for us. I don't get it. It's not a matter of needing to watch over them. You can't watch over them. They turn everything into some kind of classified horseshit. There's no authority to do any of it. See, there's no authority to do any of it. But that's not what the constitutional conservatives talk about. 
They don't talk about the fact there's no authority for any of this, that it's all completely illegal. And everything, everybody up there who's operating this stuff all needs to be thrown into prisons. Why? Because only the government can supposedly do anything. The government has to go and keep the government in check. It's an asinine system. It's never going to work. It's never going to work to do anything you're told. I've given you tons and tons of simple things that could happen, could be done. There's no impediment to them whatsoever, except that the people who supposedly represent you will never do it. They will never do any of it because it will actually curtail their power. So none of it will actually happen. And that shows you that the system you live under is a complete scam. See, so I don't want to hear about how, what is your solution? I got tons of solutions. None of the solutions will ever be implemented as long as the people believe in this fantasy of having to do whatever the government tells them. That's why I did 28-part series on jury nullification based on Lysander Spooner's entire essay, Trial by Jury, because that's the fundamental heart of understanding how to keep the government in check. Do you ever hear constitutional conservatives on the radio talk about that? No. Media? No. In fact, they badmouth it all the time. Whenever it comes up, they call it vigilante justice. Oh, it's going to, we're going to be in so much trouble. Oh, it's going to become crazy and chaos. It's a joke. Look around. What they want is to make sure that the system can continue to protect all the criminals in government and who have access to government and the police. That's what they want. And that's what they get because the fools continue to support it. All right, that's it. I mean, it's been a while since I did a rant, but man, I'm just so sick of it, you know? They have all this Twitter crap talking about it so much freer. It's such a joke. My account on Twitter is so incredibly shadow banned. I, I went private months ago because there was a glitch in the algo so that my followers could see me. Anybody who doesn't follow me isn't going to see those tweets. And so it's not going to expand my coverage. It just takes the shackles off my coverage. And I got tons and tons of interaction with them. And I had a good time. And now they found that out. And so they're going to fix it. And in other words, they're going to keep me just a shadow band if I'm public or private. So it's all screwed. It's all screwed. I never should have said anything to anybody. But I just get so sick and tired of hearing about how Elon Musk is freeing us. He's not. The only thing he allows is you can say a little bit more about trans, you can talk about the vax kind of openly, and if you have a red versus blue, con-con versus liberal fantasy world account, then you get to uh, speak to. But people like me, they just keep me in a box because I actually represent a threat to the system. And those people aren't ever going to support a threat to the system because they are 100% creations of the system and dependent upon the system to maintain their own power and wealth. That's just the bottom line. Once they brought in a fake money system, totally fake money system back in 1913, again, in a completely scammed up fashion, and then removed any and all possible limitations in the early 70s when they took us completely off the gold standard, it's over. And so for 50 years, they've been taking over every single thing with free money they get. They just push buttons and get it, and then they buy everything up. And over time, that's what's happened. Every single aspect of the society and education and every kind of institution and business, it's all totally and completely corrupted and infiltrated by these fucking scammers, these Ferengi pieces of shit who operate this fake money system. And they just shut down any and everybody who tries to push back. And the people run around defending it. If they understood what a criminal operation the government was, they'd never support it. That's why government has to keep these con-cons running around acting like they're law and order, freedom-fighting people. They're not. They're the worst kind of saboteurs amongst us. 
the worst. They take all the people we need, and there's tons of them who would be on my side if they knew the truth. They drive them into the ditch of constitutional conservatism. And then they have them resist people like me that come to my stupid fucking Twitter. They try to tell me about that shit, and I just block them all the time. So tired of them. So tired of them. Just so sick and tired of the fact we've had the Internet for 25 years. Go figure it out already, people. Stop repeating nonsense. Look around. Nothing you say about the freedom machine makes any sense with anything you can view. Nothing. But it will be endless excuse-making to support this system. The system is no good. It's no good. It must be decentralized. I've just given you countless ways the system could be brought massively under control. And then we could, over time, re-educate people. Another simple one I'll give you before we uh, finish the uh, podcast. Every single law needs to sunset. It needs to sunset and go away as soon as there's a new house brought in. So every two years when the house comes in, there's no laws on the books. They stay on the books for, say, three months. They have a 60, 90 days where they can pass new laws and they can re-up the previous laws they want. And then they good luck fighting about the others. That's all. Every single law has to sunset. That's what representative government means. All new people coming in all the time, old people dying, people deciding they don't want certain laws. We have these laws that are on the books. Once they're passed, they never get off the books. They should have to repass every single law every time. Otherwise, I don't understand. Why am I subject to laws from 15, 20 years ago? Lots of people couldn't even vote then. Lots of people who voted for it are all dead. I don't understand. The people don't want it. They need to have it every single time the so-called representatives want to pass a law and bring men with guns to enforce it. You need to go get it approved. Go get it approved. How many laws do you think we'd have on the books if they had to do that? They'd handwrite it out each time, give us a new law each time. We wouldn't have any laws. We wouldn't have to worry about this volumes and volumes and volumes and volumes of horse shit and all these regulations and all this made-up shit. You wouldn't have to worry about it. You don't require a constitutional amendment to do any of that. It doesn't require a constitutional amendment to do that. Are we going to do that? No. Is anyone going to bring it to the floor? No. If they brought it to the floor, does it have any chance? No. Why? Because the system is not there to help you. It's a corrupt system so that a small group of people can control a large group of people. Stop defending it, people. God. Oh, my God. No wonder. I watched uh, There Will Be Blood the other night. I've owned that movie. I had to watch it again. And that scene where he says, you know. I hate people. <laughs> I look at most people and I don't see anything to like. And it's just so many people like that. I just detest these people who are constitutional, conservative, or they're experts, constitutional scholar. All they do is spread bullshit pretending to be for people's freedom. It's such morons out there. Ridiculous. Knaves lying to people endlessly. Ah, oh, man. All right. I think I got most of it out of me, at least for now. So while I've been doing this, my cats have been having a fight on the chair next to me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't like the government either. It's gotten them all riled up, too. If you want to follow me, you can. I'm legal man at U.S. Crime Review on Twitter. Uh, If you come to me and try to push constitutional shit, I just block you. I just block you. I go around periodically and just see accounts, and I just block them for fun because they're idiotic. I've never interacted with them. I just see them in my TL out there in public, and I just think, here's just a brainwashed idiot. Block, 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 block. And I want to thank people who are on Patreon. Those people have a lot of integrity. There are not many of them, but at least they're, they're out there. They love my show, and they support it. 
Tons of people love my show, but they don't support it. <laughs> it's okay. I get it. I'm just saying thank you to the people who actually do kick skin in the game and understand all the information I've given them, all the different things I've told them they've never heard anywhere else in their life. they listen to media for decades, never heard it until I tell them. So thank you. I appreciate that. And the Jones Plantation movie, I play Mr. Jones. It's still coming out in a few weeks. We're trying to get the thing uh, finished up. Andrew's working on it. The story's by Larkin Rose. Everybody knows Larkin and the freedom movement. I play a real piece of shit plantation owner. It's a fantastic allegory about going from chattel slavery to debt slavery, and it really exposes the fraud of our system. And I can assure you there's never been a movie like it. I hope when it comes out, people like it. They watch it. They buy it. They make it make a bunch of money because if it makes a bunch of money and it kind of blows up and becomes a cult classic, we'll make more, and it's really got a great message. Having movies will be a fantastic way to reach people. So that's all I had to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Woo!